JP, how much Zelda have you been playing <laughs> for the last two weeks? Week? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I was very excited. You and I talked about this, but I was very excited about uh, Xbox brought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back for free play. And I know Lyndon was, was doing played, a little play. I played it with my kids last night, actually. Yeah, jo- good. Jovi can even play it. She's April O'Neil out there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great game. Uh, I stopped playing that to... Uh, pick up the old Nintendo and play some Zelda because pick up the old sword with Link. Yep. (laughs) Uh, This was a, this was a really fun episode with uh, Janine Letford. Uh, What, what was your main takeaway um, this week? Well, there were so many things I would suggest there were at least seven gems in there. (laughs) (laughs) At at minimum, you're going to get minimum. There were seven gems, but no, the, I think she talked for a little bit about the idea of, how creative we are when we're younger and then over time how we lose that creativity it's basically oppressed out of us and it made me reflect on how we do so much work to understand our own biases and and to see those things in ourselves that are maybe blinding us to the world around us a little bit and it's something that we need to do when it comes to creativity how are you having an impact on the creativity of people around you how enabling are you for others when it comes to creativity how enabling are you for others when it comes to the creativity, I cu- I'm currently recording and editing a podcast. So <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to suggest there's at least a little bit there. Do, do you ever get creative inspiration from Declan? And has that, oh, like, lens, yes. Was the lens changed even just since we had that conversation a little bit? Like, do you see it any differently or not, not yet? I'm not sure if, uh, like, I don't know. Maybe the change was subtle, but certainly over the last week, I have, there's been a lot of things that he's done that I've noticed. He was actually coloring a, uh, a trash truck yesterday a trash truck yeah he loves trash trucks yeah. <laughs> and uh so he's coloring away and he's doing like this very splotchy i can't use any other terms for it but he's just he's not staying inside the lines but he's getting really specific in the area that he's coloring so he's doing like all these little squares all over this thing yeah and it was multicolored, and it instantly made me think oh that would be a great thing for the waste management team to do for pride or like I it got, I actually got my creative juices flowing about how something like that would be pretty cool to actually see out in the community. That is interesting. And I wonder like through the creative lens and being able to see it that way on the other side of that, and to the point you just brought up, do you see any limitations in your creativity that you've kind of maybe started to, to scratch a little bit and be like, Huh, I didn't realize I boxed myself in in this way, but I actually have. I think it it happens. Like I, I think time constraints, all of those things, like as as much as they can drive creativity, I also think that they can oppress creativity. Like when you don't actually create the time and space for yourself to be creative and you just think, "Oh, I have to get this thing done." So I'm going to have it done by Tuesday. You know, some sometimes that time constraint can be a little too constraining and a little too boxed in. So there's, there's, I think there's a sweet spot from the episode we talked about with Terry uh, to what we talked about with Janine. I think there's probably a sweet spot that's in the middle that just gives you enough constraint that it forces you into creativity, but not so much that it stops you from being super creative because you just need to get it done. You're a pretty creative guy though. Like I think of our interactions and dealings over the last number of years. Dealings. And like, <laughs> <laughs> striking up deals <laughs> but like that's sort of your default is in the creative space like i don't know that you ever 
had that constrained out of you, maybe like some others? Yeah, I think it's certainly less. I always tell people I'm very much a spaghetti on the wall guy. Like I'll just throw everything out there and whatever sticks, sticks, whatever doesn't, it's either just not done or, you know, it's on the wall. We're not going to eat. <laughs> one minute. Let me just finish this real quick. Um, We've got one minute left. <laughs> So I think my main takeaway is very similar. It's maybe the other side of the coin. If you took the, hey, creativity gets constrained over time. What I really like reflected on after the conversation was just this whole concept of what you can learn from, from kids. Because it kind of comes up a couple of times. It's like a thread through the episode. And if you were to take a group of kids and have them lead a creativity session at a company... Uh, I think that's a really interesting idea. Everybody gets a picture of a trash truck. <laughs> well, some, it could be that simple. And I talked yeah. about the example with my daughter where, um, you know, when we were, when I was working the other day and she drew a bunch of pictures and did the three marker challenge with me. So she had taken the time to draw like a cat and a rainbow and like, and draw two of them. So then we each had to compete and you only have three colors to color it in with. And that, you know, it's got that right amount of constraint. Um, and then the creative output, you know, was, was pretty interesting. So Does I don't she know. At least I, give you a variety of colors because every well, time you, I sit down to color with Declan, I get the white crayon. <laughs> no, so I'm like, you works, can't even see I've colored. <laughs> how it works is there's like a jar filled with, uh, with, different colors and you close your eyes and you pick out three random ones oh i like that yeah yeah so i mean it works unless you get like three different kinds of orange um that can be a bit challenging but again test the (laughs) limits of your creativity and anyway it just got me thinking you know as a leader and a coach and a you know a person that has people um when you're trying to sort of stimulate their creativity i actually wonder like is there is there some sort of approach where you could involve a group of kids and just inspire that creativity in the workplace it's funny too because like i think of i'm very extroverted like i have no problem acting like a complete fool in public and i often do especially with declan Uh, but i do often think like how many people are very reserved and they they don't do that with their kids. And that's probably, you know, in most cases, that's probably okay. There's just different parenting styles. But for me, like just playing at his level and letting him think and create and be a little bit crazy at times, maybe sometimes too crazy, but, but being a little bit crazy and getting out there and trying new things like that's super important. So I join in and I think that also forces me to be a little bit more creative in other parts of my life because I'm not afraid of stepping in and doing something a little bit weird. Yeah. Well, and I think like on a deeper level, if I think of the, you know, the last few years of my personal journey and stopping worrying about what everybody else thought or trying to be a certain way because I thought that's what I was supposed to do and just like focusing on my own health and development, I've really tapped back into a lot of the creativeness that was in me from when I was a kid. And it can be as simple as sitting down and drawing a picture with my kids, creating a podcast, you know, some of the the different like logo work and stuff that I kind of play around with on the side. Like that was all stuff that I was doing when I was, when I was younger. And, you know, you kind of lose that, or at least I did, I kind of lost all that somewhere along the way and tapping back into that, like this the feeling of like wholeness, I would say that is present in my life now. That's been a part of it is like reconnecting with that creative spirit 
from when I was younger. I don't know. Just this whole season has sort of been looking in a mirror and reflecting on that. But this episode really drove that home for me just on the the topic of, you know, how creative we are when we're younger and then, you know, how that dissipates over time. It definitely gets oppressed out of you a little bit between you, school system yeah. and working. And it's, I think it, I'll, I'll call it obvious creativity mm-hmm. is hard to maintain. Making the space is hard to continue to do, to just sit and draw a picture when you've got, kids screaming in the background and work projects do and you, you know, you want to get to the gym and you want to cook a good dinner and you like, there's just so many things. And I think it's very easy for people to say, you know what? I don't need to draw a picture, but in reality, drawing that picture might open you up to so many more possibilities. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, I mean, hopefully you as a listener pulled something out of this and, and tap back into some creative endeavor from your past and you know who knows like like you said if you can make the space for it now you might be surprised at uh, what creative thing what creative output what creative process you can come up with today well and like we talked about if uh, you're unsure about your own creativity i've got a two-year-old you can have for a while (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll just rent our kids out it's creative muses Anyway, uh, that's, I think that's it. That's all I got for this week. Perfect. So we take our kids out. That's not going to get us flagged anywhere. <laughs>